Attention homos and homettes, the train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, <laughs> did I scare you? Good. Hi, my name is Liliana. Hi, and my <laughs> name is Daniel. And today on Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Mulan and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? Um, hi. Hey. Um, <laughs> I love this movie. Oh my God. Can I just tell you, I had a friend at camp. We were obsessed with this movie. He, we went to sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. He would, we would play this movie on his iPod together. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the only movies he had on his iPod. Oh my God. We must have watched it a million times. Just over and over again? Just literally over and over. Like, I love that. We were, we did not have many friends. A little movie theater? <laughs> a little movie theater moment. Mm-hmm. We sit outside in the mm-hmm. summer. At you camp? Honestly? Honestly, didn't think about it until now. Sort of like a gay awakening. Not, not him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like very into him, but just like it's a very gay thing to be like yeah. watching a Disney movie with someone, another man, like a million times. On a tiny little screen. <laughs> yeah. You all snugged up. All snugged up. Like we have to get close to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this movie, I, I, it's my favorite Disney movie, I think. It's one of the best ones. It, and they ruined it with the remake. But I, have you seen it? I have not. <laughs> I would say that they ruined it with the remake too. I also yeah. haven't seen it. So, Period. but everyone said it was bad. Yeah, which also, is such like, a shame. The isn't the actress isn't for the actress for Mulan like canceled? Well, yeah, she's she supported China in the Hong Kong sort of thing going on right now with pro democracy and yeah, she's basically like the cops are good. <laughs> The cops are good. They're doing what their job. I Hot think, cake. You know what? To be fair, I think she maybe literally just said they're doing their job, mm-hmm. but also they're performing their occupation. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, no, she was definitely canceled. Yeah. Um, but I just heard they ruined the movie because a they took out the music, which that when I first heard that they took out the music, that was that was the first strike. It's a first strike, and it's not only the musical numbers mm-hmm. that are great, but the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like before we recorded, we were just gushing about that montage scene where where mulan turns into a man mm-hmm. and it's just like oh it, it's like dun, dun, dun. the music is very powerful it's very good. like when she cuts her hair and oh. like puts on the armor and like scares the horse and so cute and she's sitting on the rock crying mm-hmm. the music just brought me there no literally i was watching it today again i've seen this movie maybe a hundred times but something about when i'm watching it to like really think about it I get like emotional. I got mm-hmm. I got emotional the first fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I was tearing up. It's At a like movie I've seen a million times. A really beautiful movie. It is, and I think you know there's something to be said about like Disney appropriating cultures, and I think that like that's we have to get that out there like first, right? Because um, they can sort of do. I think they get a pass with all this European culture stuff. Yeah, it's very interesting because it's the thing that they can do that they can do not best i should say but like that they have the most authority to do are these european fairy tales but then we're also pushing for diverse stories but the issue was in the 90s they weren't like uh, wh- i'm sure only white people worked on that right. movie so it's just like come on come on but other than all of that stuff mm-hmm. like at the core of it it's a really good story yeah that's and like part. the animation is beautiful it is beautiful and like i think it's i mean it comes off as respectful then again, yeah. I'm not an authority on the matter by no, any means. No, neither of us are. I I could not comment on that almost, but it it does. It seems like it pays reverence rather than yeah. like steals from. But I think Disney has a long track record of doing that. I just heard they released that new movie Raya and the Last Dragon. I don't know if you've heard about it. At oh all. yeah, I was gonna watch it, but then I saw that it was thirty dollars. I'm not paying it for, for a subscription. I already have. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not paying for it since I um, already am using my cousin's Disney Plus. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. But I heard it. What it does is it take it took every single East Asian culture and pushed it together. Oh no! Which is somehow worse. Mm-hmm. Like then, what? Well, at least Mulan was like trying to base it in one distinct culture. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Ryan the Last Dragon like took a little bit of like Filipino. Um, costumes and like I think the hat that she wears is Filipino and like all different sort of spiritual cultural things I'm mm-hmm. like come on I feel it's like, like we've learned from that yeah also like 2021 um, I feel like we're all very educated on each other's cultures at this point or right. at least like at 
someone in a position like a Disney animator, a Disney storyboard writer, would do some research. Like, Moana was pretty respectful from what I got. Again, no, not an authority in the matter. Because it but was sort of about a made-up culture. Like, period. it is based in Polynesian culture. But the thing mm-hmm. I hate about Moana, and I was going to bring it up, so thank you for doing it, mm-hmm. is that now Disney's like... An Lin-Manuel Miranda writes everything. He writes for every culture. He writes for every person. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Not enough Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's going to sing in everything, even though he has a terrible His, voice. I don't understand. Okay. You can be on Broadway and have a, and have a bad a, a bad voice. Cameron Dallas in Mean Girls says hello. Yeah. <laughs> and like even like some like professionally Broadway trained singers and like actors and actresses, like they can, like, sort of get away with, like, act singing. Yeah, having a distinct, at least a unique voice. Yeah, like, you don't need to be, like, the perfect singer to play most of the roles in Hairspray. And listen, he did write Hamilton, so if he wants to be in it, sure. But you're not going to get me to pretend that he's good. (laughs) Yeah, also, like, he wrote Hamilton, and then he, like, wrote him to be this attractive, like beautiful like troubled but like a misunderstood yeah feral tomcat yeah yeah genius tomcat (laughs) and then he was like that's me no literally (laughs) he was like and i'm hamilton yeah meanwhile like his his like friend um the really hot one of like the of like the three um was he in Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. Anthony Ramos, the one in, yes. in the Heights. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he should have been Hamilton. Who's dating slash or married to Peggy, who's also gorgeous, Jasmine Cephas Jones. Right. Um. Right. But yeah. he and the fact that he wrote for Moana, and now he's writing for another movie. I think that's um like a Colombian sort of story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I really don't know. But. You really? And then he mm-hmm. did Mary Poppins, and he was like a fucking cockney. Yeah. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah, um, he had like ash all over his yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, another mm-hmm. one of those. But, um, I, I, yeah, and and then Mulan, obviously, was written probably by, probably by Alan Menken, who did all of them. True, he did do, he did a lot of stuff. I was scrolling through, like, my, the oh, yeah. music on my phone, and everything was Alan Menken, like, all the well, soundtracks. He did all the Renaissance Disney movies. Mm-hmm. He did Enchanted. Mm-hmm. He did Tangled. I he love didn't Enchanted. Do Frozen. I love Enchanted. I love Tangled. They're doing Enchanted, too. They are, oh, right, they are. They are. They are, they are. We have to do Enchanted on yeah. this pod. I, mwah, Chef Kiss. Chef it's Kiss. beautiful. Chef Kiss. Um, but, yeah, no, he, and he's obviously not an authority in Chinese music. Yeah. Um, and he tried. And to my child ear, my child ear, <laughs> to my ear as a child, I was like, this sounds Chinese, sure. And me now, I'm like, yeah, I'm not the most educated on it. I I think I know a little bit more about, like, ethnomusicology and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, still, I'm like, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. But I'm not the person that would know if that was appropriate or correct or not. Mm-hmm. And it feels like... Um, why has it taken them so long to include the right people in the room? Mm-hmm. It just seems like common sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know about, like, I would never, for example, write a movie about being a trans person. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that'd be so stupid. Yeah, I couldn't either. Yeah. I'm serving well, biological. That's because, you, that's because you're illiterate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cutting tonight. I'm cutting tonight. I'm literally going to cut your name into my res. Um, <laughs> no. Maybe, will I be illiterate then, Dan? <laughs> When I spell your name D A N Y U L Y U L Daniel, some girl told me that's how my name was spelled one time. She was like, really? That's how you I spell hope you it, were right? children. A child. Yeah. Okay, she was good. in seventh grade. Oh, period. Um, but um, but you know what I mean. Like you, you, you should write what you know, and mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Um, but all that being said. Mm-hmm. I think Mulan is my favorite Disney, certainly my Disney favorite Disney princess movie, which she's not a princess, but go off Disney. If you mm-hmm. want to call her a princess, go for it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I saw that. I saw they had like a little explanation video on TikTok about how they choose who is and isn't a Disney princess. I don't know if you saw. It's all about branding and merchandise. Mm-hmm. So if they do too well, like Frozen, like, like Frozen. Uh, Elsa and Anna aren't Disney princesses. And like the lady from... Um, Atlantis isn't a Disney princess because it didn't do too well. Mm-hmm. So it needs to, like, you can't be too successful. Yeah. So if you're a Disney princess, you're low key a failure. 
<laughs> right. You were like popular, but not yeah that popular. And like Esmeralda wasn't allowed to be a Disney princess, even though Hunchback did pretty well mm-hmm. because she did a um because she's ethnic. Because period. <laughs> because she she did a stripper tease on a staff for like literally three seconds of the movie. No. But that was like the disqualifier. I didn't want it to ruin the brand. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. Mulan is not a princess. Yeah. Um, she's just some lady. And I think they even considered Mary Poppins a princess. I'm not sure. Which Bitch. I'm like she, you know, she could be a princess. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and like Sarah Silverman's character and Record Ralph. She's not. I thought she was for a second. Well, they did that scene know. from Wreck-It Ralph 2 or something. I love that. All that but, With um, all the princesses. Um, blah, blah, blah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Shall you give us a summary? Yeah. Um, fearful that her ailing and very attractive father <laughs> <laughs> will be drafted into the Chinese military, Mulan takes his spot. Though as a girl living under a patriarchal regime, she is technically unqualified to serve. She clearly, imper- she cleverly, maybe I am illiterate. <laughs> she cleverly impersonates a man and goes off to train with fellow recruits, accompanied by her dra- her dragon. <laughs> her best friend slash game dragon. <laughs> he is quick-coded, Loki. No, I have thoughts. Um, she uses her smarts to help ward off a Hun invasion, falling in love with a dashing captain along the way. What a great summary of that movie. Yeah. Um, no, Mushu is definitely a little bit gay. Yeah. Um, there were moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh my God, Li Shang. I can't. Oh my God. He is very attractive. He is, he is the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the moment. Disney really did that in the, in the 90s. They were like, um, you know what? We're making this for all people for mm-hmm. all families mm-hmm. fathers Gay. mothers children <laughs> you all can find something to enjoy yeah i he's so fucking attractive um but you know i uh i think that this movie you know takes a very strong point of view mm-hmm. on things and actually like out of all the disney movies i would say has the most queer aspects to it yeah like i think it's because gender is at the heart of this story like they took beauty and the beast which had gender at the heart of it to some degree with bell and then like blew it up to a way bigger proportions with this mm-hmm. um and certainly out of all the disney movies there's the most sort of weird gendery and sexuality things to discuss which um i think makes it really compelling as a movie because there's just too much to unpack yeah yeah i definitely agree that none of the other like all the other disney princesses except for like as you were saying Belle, sort of stay very steadfast in their gender roles yeah but like and like Belle does to a certain degree but she also like is one of the only disney princesses to really be smart and be proactive and do do her thing a don't hurt him do your thing have you seen that lady on tiktok no she will like she will filter random tiktok videos to be black fully black and white mm. like random videos like by charlie d'amelio and also by like small creators and she'll and she'll stitch it with the same video of herself being like a don't hurt him do your thing it is so funny that does sound pretty good um, I completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Me too. I think I was talking about Belle, but... You were, you were, you were. How she was the only one of the only smart ones. Yeah, yeah. And gender like roles. Gender roles, gender roles. And like, that's why I looked up to Belle, because she's sort of like Most a tomboy. Most people, I think, looked up to Belle. Mm-hmm. I think in our generation, she's very like Hermione-esque. And that's why Emma Watson literally took singing lessons, even Belle. though she can't sing, <laughs> to play Belle. I blame the auto-tune. Yeah, you know what? I agree. It was so harshly auto-tuned, which is like, she had no control over that. Mm -hmm. Um, Although it was unbearable to listen to. Honestly, not horrible. It was... Okay, maybe we disagree. But, like, not horrendously awful worst thing I've ever heard. The remake or her singing? Um, her singing. It was fine. It was just they auto-tuned it so much where I was like, I can't even tell. I feel like it would have been fine if she just sort of act sung. Right. Because it's a remake anyway. Yeah, and Belle doesn't have to be a big, like... Belter. Yeah, exactly. She's not belting anything, so... Mm -hmm. 
she could have like sung softly and not yeah. have to be like, oh, oh, I couldn't. No, mm-hmm. I don't think your I sister could. was Belle, right? She was Belle. She mm-hmm. was. Dude, I remember her least. being very well. Very, good very good she, job. She was very, very well. <laughs> <laughs> she did very well. Um, That's correct. <laughs> correct okay, maybe I'm so illiterate that I'm literate. <laughs> You're literate. You've you've passed illiteracy. <laughs> To creating your own language. <laughs> Period. Um, I'll do fun fact number one. Okay. Mulan is based off the um, Chinese folk song Hua Mulan, uh, of Hua Mulan, I should say, of which there are multiple versions, believed to have been composed during the Northern Wei Dynasty. In one version, Mulan returns to find her father has died and that her mother has remarried. Mulan is then ordered to be a concubine, and so she kills herself. However, in most versions, she serves in the army and is offered a position in the emperor's cabinet, to which she turns down to live a more domestic life and return to her position as a woman. Um, which is very interesting, and it seems like they took the the core of the story and like just made this movie, which I'm mm-hmm. appreciative of. But at the same time, it's like I, I always think about the moral of stories, and and I I really don't know enough about the actual folk song and uh, the story of Hamulan to mm-hmm. to say um i didn't read it in its entirety obviously i don't speak the language so i couldn't read it in its original form which i don't even think it is because it's like a oral thing right um but it seems like the story ending with her turning down being like a politician and working with the emperor to like go back to her family i Mm -hmm. feel like that has to be some comment on gender like women are important like Mm -hmm. women can fight but then they're still going to return back to their rightful place because that's what's natural um, I don't know, and I feel like the movie falls into a similar trap. They make it more about, like, family than gender. Like, she just wants to be with her family, so she mm-hmm. goes back home. But it's still interesting that she has this, like, amazing opportunity, and which could be a, could have been groundbreaking, like, to yeah. show a woman, like, taking a position of power at the end of the movie, but she turns it down to, like, return to life as, like, a domestic, which, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Um. and also, I feel like, all of her heroic stuff was very trivialized at the end because, like, oh, my God, like, the boy came. Right. And, like, right. I get it. Like, Shang's hot. Like, I agree with the grandma. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. And, like, even the grandma was like, oh, you came home with a medal and a sword. Oh, you didn't come home with a man. Right, right. It was all about, like, that was just, like, an assumption. Like, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, um, very interesting. I do love the ending, the alternative ending. Where she becomes, <laughs> where she becomes a concubine and kills herself. It's very Little Mermaid or, or Cinderella, where where her stepsisters get their eyes plucked out and yeah. people die and shit. Um, I feel like her becoming a concubine and then killing herself is almost feminist. <laughs> like she would rather be dead than live as a sexual object. But isn't the point that if you want to be a sexual object, you're allowed to be a sexual object? Well, that's like, okay, so that's like choice feminism, Mm. where like any action a woman makes is inherently feminist, Mm. but also, but then there's, but then like radical feminism with it, which has been bastardized, Um, but like radical feminism is like, like agrees with like the patriarchy and that some actions like women don't have full bodily autonomy right like you can't do everything you want with your body because if you do things that the patriarchy wants you to do with your body then that's not feminist and it's that's also bad. it's also the version said that she was ordered to be a concubine so Period. that's like not a choice that's yeah. that is definitely more sexualized and sort of yeah misogynistic mm-hmm. in that sense um but interesting okay mm-hmm. no yeah no i definitely um understand radical feminism yeah i just because there is a like it's it's impossible to pretend that our actions are not in some way shaped by the structures around us Mm -hmm. um and and sort of we can we have to interpret them alongside those structures but Mm -hmm. i do believe that you know if you whatever you want to do with your body is your choice um like someone told me it was like anti-feminist of me to get a nose job and like yeah, I hate that. I hate that rhetoric. Yeah, and it's like, okay, but what happened to my bodily autonomy? Like, it's almost like, really? I thought it was my body, my choice. Yeah. And I do understand. I'm, I could understand viewing me as doing it to fit in better with the patriarchal beauty standard. But also, but like, is that why you did it? I mean, no, I did it for like gender dysphoria. Right. So, like, who are you to tell me my problem? And even if you did it because you just liked it, like, yeah. I feel like most people aren't consciously like, I want to fit in with what a man thinks a woman should be. I think it's more like this would make me feel 
empowered and mm-hmm. good, um, which is your choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate that bullshit. Fun fact number two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Burp. <laughs> um, when Mulan sings Reflection in the Shrine and the famous wiping off a full face of makeup in one sweep of a sleep scene. Do you remember that scene? No, I wrote that because you know this, it's the scene where she's singing Reflection and mm-hmm. she she wipes her whole face and makeup off in one fell swoop. <laughs> Which is like so unrealistic. Yeah. Like there'd be some sponges. Not at all. Um, especially with all the makeup cakes on her face. Right, right. So that in that moment on that tombstone. tombstone. Mm-hmm. The names of the animators are written on the gravestones in Chinese. Yeah, so they took that. The in Mandarin? I yes, I think so. Yeah. Love. Um yeah, I think so. Um just an interesting fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fun fact number three. <laughs> Mulan has the highest kill count of any Disney character, including all of the villains. Okay, wait. Does this include... Um, was that fun fact written before Disney took over Star Wars and Avengers? But did it, did a single Avenger kill... Because, like, Thanos killed half the planet. But then they were brought back. <laughs> <laughs> so did he really kill them? Period. Um, okay, but Tony Stark killed all the... All the guys, all the enemies at the end. But then again, Mulan did she kill killed thousands of people. <laughs> Mulan did kill a lot of people. It was at least a thousand to two thousand people. Yeah, but like Luke um blew up the Death Star. Okay, okay, fair. I think they're really just talking about like Disney, Disney. animated characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but even compared to like them. Um, Luck of the Irish. What happened to Luck of the Irish? Um Potato Famine. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. Potato Famine flashback. Did that really happen? No. <laughs> no. I haven't seen that movie in a million thousand years. Period. Same. Um, it's also the first Disney movie to deal with war. Explicitly. Luck of the Irish? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes, he keeps turning shorter. It's a war against um, aging. Period. It's um, <laughs> war against the um, vertically challenged. Right. War against the Irish, which is still going on. Period. Um, but no, the first uh, animated movie is Mulan to deal with war. Mm-hmm. Um, good for them. Yeah. Give us some adult. And honestly, the action in this movie makes it really compelling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very enjoyable and captivating watch because it's not only like a fun, happy musical and mm-hmm. a good story, but like also, oh my goodness gracious, there's adult themes. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. it. Um, have you seen Mulan 2? Long ago, only once. I literally, okay, so you know how like sometimes I'll snort when I laugh? Yes. So I. I think you said this on an episode of the pod. Really already? I think so. Um, so one of the princesses and Mulan too, like snorched when she laughed, and I was like, I'm gonna do that now. Did you really? And no, I swear to God. And then I started doing it as a joke, and then it became a habit. And like my body won't let me not do it. Unless like <laughs> it's only I haven't done it recently, only when I'm like literally gag a ton drank. <laughs> but um I was yeah. just saying I don't make you laugh like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded like something different. <laughs> Period. Um, okay, so fun fact number four. Supposedly, um, Mulan had her skin lightened by animators. This allegedly happened to Jasmine and Pocahontas as well. So they were going to make them darker skinned, darker skinned, I guess, and then they lightened their skin. Which is, like, upsetting. Right, and I was watching the movie, and I obviously noticed that the Chinese people are very light-skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Huns are very dark. Mm-hmm. Very dark. They do that. And, like, not just dark, but, like gray like, yeah they make him look sort of like decaying and like what's his name shang yu is Yu-Yu. literally and i understand that disney will like make their villains look scary or whatever but like also when they do that when they do these transformations they're oftentimes rooted in like colorism and anti-semitism absolutely so like yeah no and it's 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 very obvious like oh look the bad guys are darker skinned Mm -hmm. and the good guys are lighter skinned to a degree and then thinking that they allegedly made mulan skin lighter like that was a conscious choice like Mm -hmm. they wanted her to be as close to white perhaps as possible Mm -hmm. um and make the villains not that Mm -hmm. um which is just an unrealistic skin tone like yeah. that's not how any human being is colored, no. and like literally everybody, like his, like all of his friends too. Like it's one thing if it was just Shang Yu, 
because that's just like Disney villains doing their Disney villain thing. But, like all of his like pals are all the same skin tone. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, okay, that has to be a conscious decision. Oh, it was absolutely a conscious decision and one I'm not totally in love with. Yeah. Um, and his eyes. Yeah, they're like yellow. Yeah, they were like black and yellow. <laughs> what the fuck? Black and yellow, black and yellow. Stop. <laughs> Go back to 2010. Um, but yeah, no, the, the racism in this movie is, it's, it's there. It's there for sure. Um, are we surprised it's a Disney movie? No. Um, are we surprised? Um, do we want to take a commercial break? Let's do it. Um, will there be a commercial? We'll see. We'll see. Hey, Dan. (laughs) Hey, hi. Um, we're back. We're back. Um, welcome back. Um, so like I mentioned before, this movie is as queer as it possibly can be. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we should start with the most sort of obvious. There's a couple of very obvious interpretations of this movie that I've seen online a million times. So some of the stuff we're talking about isn't like extraordinarily new. Um, but certainly Mulan is a woman and Mm -hmm. she tries to pass as a man to gain admittance into like a more masculine patriarchal sort of inner world Mm -hmm. um and i think without being like obviously this is about gender like this is about femininity and masculinity Mm -hmm. um but i definitely think there is a way to interpret as sort of like some sort of transition trans allegory um like there are special moments like i think reflection mm-hmm. as a song like who hasn't thought like who is this girl i see staring straight back at me is who sort of... is that girl <laughs> i see oh my god staring it's christina aguilera <laughs> and welcome in the studio christina aguilera thank you so much for joining us you're welcome <laughs> oh, no. stop stop oh my god um Christina, how are you? I'm so good. Um, <laughs> you didn't even try to make your voice sound different. <laughs> I am so good. Um, I, I just came back from burlesque to... Um, burlesque to more burlesque. Even <laughs> burlesque more burlesque. Burlesque um, more leather. More, even more leather. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty like... Like, who is that girl I see? And you, yeah. you don't recognize yourself. And in the movie, it's because Mulan doesn't feel fulfilled and she mm-hmm. doesn't feel like she has her place in the world. Um, but I do think there's a, a way to hear that as, like... Gender dysphoria. I d- yeah, gender dysphoria, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh, my God, I was going to say something. <laughs> It'll come back. Um, but, uh, okay, so she, like, tried... I, I wrote this one point down. Um, Mulan deepening her voice and acting hyper-masculine when yeah. she enters the military for the first time is like how trans men act like super masculine, deepen their voice as well when they enter male-dominated spaces like bathrooms and gyms, etc. Yeah. to yeah. pass, which is like a very relatable moment. It is. And, and it, you know, on RuPaul's Drag Race, there's a queen named Got Mick who's a trans man. And she laid it out last week where there's like, or a couple weeks ago, um, where our oftentimes like trans people have to be either Barbie or Ken mm-hmm. and Gon Mick is, is a trans man who is a little more femme, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I feel like trans people aren't told is not, not allowed, but like the goal is to pass. The goal yeah. is to like be, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's what society tells us is normal. And there's obviously a huge array of experience. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, like trying to pass like that, obviously it's because Mulan is trying to go the extra mile to like fit in, but it is very like like almost like bioessentialist. Yeah, like you have to, like you have to pass certain benchmarks of what a man is physically, mm-hmm. like um, punching the right. little short guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like Stuff there's like a lot that. of violence, like like and especially in the in the camp. Like there's a huge commentary on men. You know, when she walks into the camp, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, they're so gross," because they're like picking their nose and like being gross. And there's like a commentary about like men have the power but they're like violent disgusting slobs and i think in this movie like yeah like for example that short friend who like is very very aggressive who it's kind of cute <laughs> no bite size mm. yeah ooh. um Period. but and then she she mulan tries to pass by like hitting all these benchmarks of like it's almost like toxic masculinity as well as like what a man should look like mm-hmm. um but especially for for all men, but even trans trans men, like there's not one 
image of what masculinity is. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I think this movie is feminist in nature, because it's not about a woman like overcoming sort of patriarchy and being better than the men around them yeah. as doing male stuff because yes. she's using brains of a brawn. Yeah, exactly. like when she ties the ropes of the medallions together exactly, to, to climb, climb up, up the the rod. No, absolutely. There is that like it's deeply feminist in sort of ideology, but it's it's not in terms of like advancing understanding of the gender spectrum because there are very clear ideals of masculinity and ideals of femininity and um it's not very blurred they, mm-hmm. they pick one or the other also not a very realistic character arc for mulan because she grows up like basically as a tomboy and not able to express that part of herself mm-hmm. and like very like not liking the dresses, not wanting to like do the whole matchmaker thing, being awful at it, etc. And then she finds her true self in a masculine sort of way. And then she goes back to being right. a domestic. It just doesn't really make sense, like even from a storytelling perspective. Right, right. And it's like I said earlier, like it, that moment's about she wants to return to her family, mm-hmm. which is I think how they rationalize that choice. Um, but yeah, it's like, but what, what about everything that she's done and mm-hmm. like her breaking down barriers and like what's going to what's going to change mm-hmm. um yeah no it's a very very interesting choice on their part and i think just again reinforces that like she might be a very it's almost like um the exceptional woman mm-hmm. or like like uh, that archetype of mm-hmm. like everyone else is sort of complacent but she's just so different and then it's like oh there's there's one in a million women who are like that. When it's just not true, the truth is it's more a million out of a million women are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they make it like this exceptional narrative, which for storytelling purposes is effective because then the whole world's against her. And mm-hmm. she's like breaking out of society, which is so much more impressive and interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, that, that trope is reinforced um, and sort of makes, again, like f- separates femininity and masculinity when it's a blurring of the two yeah and it reminds me of how like um like in the law in the law field my mother was telling me that like corporate law firms part of their health benefits for their workers is like they will they will include like egg freezing Mm. for women so they don't become pregnant on the job Mm -hmm. so oh you can have your your kids later like, you need to fit into this very perfect archetype of what I want you to be. Because, honestly, it's not even, like, women who suffer, like, a gendered gap. It's, like, mothers and, like, yeah. pregnant people and, like, stuff like that. And it's, like, the pregnancy and the maternity leave that, like, a lot of, like, at least in current day, a lot of, like, um, big, uh, like, law firms, corporate lawyers, et cetera, like, different jobs like that, doctors, et cetera, that, like... Like, that's what's feared. And I feel like Mulan sort of was going down that path and then, boom, she became a mother. Right, which is, it's implied. And and I think telling that they end the story with romance rather Mm -hmm. than, like, her doing something else or, you know. And and, and they make a point about honor. And and actually something I really liked that I noticed this time was when she's, when when, after everyone finds out that she's um, actually a woman, she has this moment where she's like, perhaps I wasn't doing this for my dad. I was doing it for me mm-hmm. to feel like I, I have a place and I'm doing something. And I actually really liked that because it was an acknowledgement of like, this is way more than her being chivalrous. Like mm-hmm. she was, she needed something else that wasn't being fulfilled, um, which is really interesting. And I think is a really like introspective, self-aware sort of realization to make. And I found very sort of empowering and captivating and then it, she she saves the day, and then it, what? She, yeah. Like, she still hasn't found her place. I guess the point is that she's she's accepted that who she is, and she's going to use that. I think that's the implication, because she, you know, she ends up with Li Shang, who accepts how, like, sort of interesting and, and empowered she is, um, but she still returns home. So it's like, then what was her place all along? Like, just being comfortable with herself, which is real but Mm -hmm. i'm like is that the message you want to send i think the movie just didn't even i don't know i didn't even think they Mm -hmm. 
and we were just talking about um like the moment in the in the camp where she's discovered and mm-hmm. i found that moment really interesting this time because i noticed that it was all about the body and like her gender was determined based off of her body like mm-hmm. she had the bandage like she bandaged her breast and like that was the telltale sign that she was a woman which you know obviously with with trans people taken out and or gender non-binary or non-conforming people out of the equation yeah you would look at a woman and look at someone with breasts and say that's a woman mm-hmm. um but obviously like that's not the world we live in now you can't make those assumptions about people mm-hmm. and i just thought that, like even though this was made 20 years ago it still sort of reinforces that ideology that like your body determines your gender which is still not true especially as somebody who like is out here like like obviously the character Milan is not trans and this is all like speculation yeah but like as someone who's presenting as male and telling you that he's a male and mm-hmm. like you only know him as ping and then suddenly you see his breast and you're like oh well you're a woman um and also they were gonna kill her <laughs> they were gonna execute her and then shang was like no no it's fine she saved my life oh so if she didn't save your life you would have killed her <laughs> yeah and it's just like really she was helping yeah she just like killed all these people for you no it's crazy and and you know i um i work with young kids and i i brought a reading about um women in the civil war and i found out that it was a couple hundred women fought in the Civil War, the American Civil War, mm-hmm. covertly, like disguised as a man. That's like a, iconic. It is iconic, like a couple hundred. And if you were found out, you went to jail. And the student was like, but they were helping. Like, why would they go to jail? It's like, yeah, exactly. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. But it's the it's that desire to be like, this is what femininity is. This is what women are. And if you go beyond that, you threaten patriarchy. You threaten yeah. like male domination and um so my parents are going they're very supportive of me being trans etc and they're also authors and they're like putting in like trans characters and like some of their books and stuff so they were doing research and i found this news clipping of this guy who was like um who is a cowboy and he was like very fun and fresh and he like guided people through the through the desert or whatever and he was just doing his thing hey don't hurt him do your thing <laughs> um and then when he died um they found out he was like female no literally and and i was in that same story about the civil war there was another woman i forget her name but she she lived as a man after the civil war and she was mm-hmm. only found out because she went to um a home for like veterans mm-hmm. and that because she was no longer able to take care of herself they found out that it was actually a woman, but she lived her whole life as a man, which begs the question, like, was she a trans man? Mm-hmm. What pronouns do you use? And the thing is, like, we don't know, so you mm-hmm. can't assume. Um, but she was found out because someone saw her body, and they let her stay at the veteran's home. They were like, Period. well, she was, she's a veteran. She well, did her thing. <laughs> she's yeah. a veteran. Um, but it's crazy, and it's so interesting that, like, I feel like this is a gag we've seen again and again ace ventura mm-hmm. like oh my god the dick we need revealing. to do that movie we absolutely so do we because it's shit so, on it. exactly just an hour shit fest mm-hmm. um but like when like a penis is like oh my god no that's a man like vomit mm-hmm. vomit vomit mm-hmm. um and obviously this movie wasn't that aggressive against women but it still was that same idea that like oh you have boobs you're a woman mm-hmm. done um period no space for comment yeah. um which again like this movie took place in two thousand years ago and, like, I guess they're assuming that oh my, I trans thought, people didn't exist 2,000 years ago. I heard you true. as um this movie was filmed 2,000 years ago. And I was <laughs> this like... This documentary film was, I was filmed like, 2,000 years ago. I was like, you're so right. I was like, <laughs> did he mean, like, 20? <laughs> I mean, 2,000 days ago. Period. Um, no, no. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I thought that was, again... Obviously, this movie is not about transness, and it's mm-hmm. not. But it does twenty years later not bode well. I'm like, okay, you could have handled this better. Um, and I'm very curious how the new movie did it. I have a feeling it's worse. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a sinking like, suspicion it's worse. This movie is self-aware that it's sort of tackling a queer theme yeah. because the ancestor or, or Mushu is like. All because Miss Ma'am wanted to bring her little drag show on the road. Right, right. And then one of the ancestors calls her a cross-dresser. Right. So they definitely understand that, like, there's a queerness that, to a woman wearing men's clothing. They put it in the context of 1990s 
culture, which mm-hmm. drag and cross-dressing were terms that people understood yeah. and had cultural sort of relevancy. Yeah. Um, and and then it begs the question, like, was Mulan just doing drag? Um, is it... what or Because she was obviously pretending to be a man, but, like, was she just, like, being herself and mm-hmm. dressing as Mulan would? But, um, yeah, the, the acknowledgement of sort of, like, the queer-coded nature of the story is very interesting and there was one moment with muchu that was very very confusing because he talks about how men smell and then he's mm-hmm. like i kind of like that corn chip smell oh my Which god is, first of all funny because sweaty men do smell like corn chips yeah um but then right after he has to bite ling's butt and he like he's so disgusted that he has to like brush his teeth which i'm like I, when I saw the first moment about the corn chips, I was like, oh, Mushu, you like the smell of men. Sweaty yeah. men. Oh, same. Um, but then he like was so disgusted that he had a bite of men's butt. Maybe he's a strict top. He's a strict top. He doesn't he doesn't give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw this this screenshot of these grinder messages that was like it was like straight guy. And then he and then the, the bottom or whatever messaged him and was like, If you're straight, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, It's not it's not gay to to top that you're having sex with a man um i'm so sorry it's not doesn't make you gay but it is gay <laughs> yeah it's definitely a gay act wait it's like that guy remember that tiktok i sent you months ago who was like oh. you can be straight and not be gay and have sex with men and i was like okay sure but you're having sex with men so you're not straight mm-hmm. you're not straight. or like you could be like curious you could have sex with a man one time the whole point is the label doesn't matter mm-hmm. like it's it's it, you don't you you can't, sure if you want to identify as straight and have sex with men go for it but I'm sort of like why are you obsessing with being straight like yeah. what does that say about you period um it's it's not the fact that you are gay like mm-hmm. but um have you urge. ever heard of like a side like no. a top a bottom a side oh is that like verse like no it's like no penetration oh yeah yeah I have so heard he that. created that word like way back when really yeah. Which is interesting. Um, I have not met someone who hasn't wanted to had penetrated sex. Yeah. I think it's a very fringe group. Yeah, I think it's sort of you know what it probably is. Mm-hmm. It's the poop thing. People don't mm-hmm. like butts and poop in our culture. Yeah. Um, and I'm sort of like, no one does, but you get over it because that's what it is. Yeah. No one likes. Some, okay, I'm going to take that back. Some people oh, like poop. Period. <laughs> Some people like that scatty bat bat. Oh my God, stop. I'm still traumatized. <laughs> I'm still traumatized. Um, But no, when I... My mom's going to kill me for saying this. But when... Pasta, I'm sorry. <laughs> when I... When I got my bottom surgery, mm-hmm. one of the first things my mom said was like, you don't need to do anal anymore. Oh. And I was like, first of all, true. <laughs> it's much easier now. It's, um, it's a whole, it's a whole ordeal. It, it's a whole. It's a whole. It's an iconic group of holes. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> I now have an iconic group of holes. You have a group. Period. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, no, that's very funny. Um, too much. Too yeah. much. But yeah, it's, it's this weird, it's this weird obsession with not being, um, not, not being considered queer. Um, which brings me to Lee Shang. But before we mm, talk about Lee Shang. That is a good segue. <laughs> Before we talk about Lee Shang to ruin this beautiful segue, let's take a break. Lee Shang, if you're listening, please fuck me. Oh my god, he is like, he is so beautiful. Oh my god. They drew him like unnecessarily they did hot. A job. Well, I think the most iconically queer thing that people talk about in this movie is that Lee Shang is the only or most notable by Disney character. Everyone says that Shang obviously is into Ping, Mulan, in as a man, um, and then is still into Mulan as a woman, which means that he's bi. And I went into this movie like, oh, I'm going to f- find that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because it seems like Shang just doesn't give a fuck about Mulan or Ping until he saves his life. Yeah. Um, then he cares. The whole time they're in the camp, literally Mulan has a crush on Shang. Mm-hmm. Very obviously she has a moment where he walks out of the tent. She's like, but you're, you know, you're manly. Like you dude. I don't know. She says something like something. Cringy. Like, we're going to, we're going to do it. Um, 
obviously like Brian trying to be flirty and Shang like walks away. He doesn't give a shit. Like, yeah. He literally doesn't. So to say that Shang is into Ping is like, no, he wasn't. And that scene is even after when Ping starts excelling as a warrior. So like he literally doesn't. They're not even bros. They're no. not even friends. Well, he's like, it's like a boss sort yeah. of underlying dynamic, which would um, be sort of like weird. And yeah, I didn't even see them bond much post um reveal no it was only pre-reveal where where he's like like i owe you um, yeah which is just like a like a friendship sort of like trust thing mm-hmm. like i trust you now like i i see you as as someone worthy of like my attention mm-hmm. but it's it never felt like shang was at all interested in ping it only seemed like shang was it seemed like shang really valued ping for that one second before it was revealed it was a woman mm-hmm. um and then immediately after when he accepts that she's a woman and that she's brilliant and really interesting and beautiful, that's when he shows that he's, like, clearly enamored with her. Mm-hmm. Um, which was something to say about, like, well, where did that come from? That's what my sister was saying. She was, I was talking about it with her earlier. She was like, but that had to come from somewhere. Like, the fact that, you know, Shang liked her at the end. Yeah, I mean, obviously he thought Mulan was interesting mm-hmm. when he thought he, she was Ping. God, that's so confusing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but... No, he. I don't know. So I, my honestly, my take is I don't think Li Sheng is at all by. Yeah. Um. I want him to be. Yeah. For for me, but I don't think I don't think the movie does that. Yeah, and I always see these memes that are like, um, Shang when like, I don't know, Shang's gay, fell in love with Pang, etc. Whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like again, I, I don't think Shang gave a fuck about i don't Ping. think he did <laughs> like even like i don't know even like mulan like it wasn't really explicit that they like ended up together right no it was it was implied certainly yeah um that they're like gonna get together at the end but it seemed more like out of mutual respect yeah and because they didn't build the relationship it really did seem like shang didn't even know mulan existed for 80 percent of the movie yeah i mean shang didn't really acknowledge any of the soldiers rightfully so <laughs> they were buffoons mm-hmm. um but it's just too much um and it's very interesting because that's the one thing you're right i see a lot of memes a lot of people keep saying like oh he's by and i just don't i don't see it yeah. i wish i saw it because if there's any character to be by i would love for it to be him yeah um he's beautiful because he's beautiful and so chivalrous mm-hmm. and and you know it protects you and mm-hmm. that that gets me going mm-hmm. um when I when I don't have to worry about things, that's my biggest turn on. <laughs> Period. No, I feel that. I feel that. And that's my anxiety for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but no, no, uh-huh. he's still really hot. Um, and you know the men in this movie, like we've been talking about, like masculinity and femininity. Decide. Uh, di- what am I trying to say? Masculinity and femininity so distinctly separated, um, and. I mean, that's very obvious and I'll make a man out of you. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole point is like, I'm going to make you tough. So I'm making you a man. So I'm turning you into a man to be tough. I mean, that song is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is a great song. We didn't even talk about it, but Reflection is my favorite Disney song. It's it, really good. It is so, it gets my like, I'm 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 feeling all of the feelings, mm-hmm. like emotions and passion and Ooh, I also really, really, really love the song when they're getting ready. You'll bring out the a short song, song yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. I would listen to it all the time. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like the antithesis to I'll make a man out of you. It's like I'm gonna yeah. make a woman out of you so you can find a husband mm-hmm. and you're gonna have a really skinny waist and you're gonna have this makeup and beautiful hair and, and then I'm gonna make a man out of you is so you're gonna be strong and tough. Mm-hmm. It's like very strong and i think what they're trying to do is be like look at this culture like this culture is a so backwards which again is Meanwhile, sort of orientalist it's our culture too no let's it, not pretend it's a projection of our culture onto their culture yeah so i think it's the animators trying to separate themselves from the source material but it's obviously coming from somewhere yeah um and it's true in our society masculinity and femininity is so distinctly separated yeah and i do think the movie tries to make it it is just orientalist to be like but it's so different there like men and women have these strict roles and honor and mm-hmm. you know it's it's to make it sort of like feel less topical um 
but I'll make a man of you is like, they're literally, did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? Mm-hmm. It was like you, and it's obviously, that's the line pointed at Mulan. Um, and that's the whole point of the song is because Mulan's not a man. But the yeah. whole thing is she's becoming a soldier, strong and powerful. Oh, so now that makes her a man. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. <laughs> Period. The moon. And as you noted to me earlier, um, that scene where they're sort of being girl bosses all in drag. Right, when the soldiers have to dress up as drag to get into the palace to save yeah. the emperor from Shan Yu. Um, I'll make a man of you. The the overture theme is in the background. Yeah. As um, they're all in drag. And like, we were talking like, is this ironic or not? And I think we both agree that it's like a genuine moment. Like being a man means like, Fighting for your country no matter what, even if you're, no matter what you're wearing. Yeah. It's like a very Charlie's Angels moment. They come out like, like very strong, have like mm-hmm. the, the waving scarves in the wind. Um, and the, I'll Make a Man of You plays mm-hmm. in the background as they're like dressed like women. Um, and yeah, it could be interpreted as ironic. Like, look, they're, they're women, but we're saying I'll Make a Man of You, he, he, he. But mm-hmm. I think it's more like, yeah, um, this is what it means to be a man. Like sometimes yeah. you have to do things that you haven't done before and to be courageous. Yeah. Um, and they're mimicking like that. that moment with the medallions with the robes because yeah. they're climbing the the pole in the same right, way, right? Which really. is like iconic. It is. Um, and I love. What I love is that they had like fruit as like their boobs, mm-hmm. and Yao had an orange and a banana as his boobs. I noticed that. And I was like, they're not even the same shape. <laughs> that is so on brand for him. I didn't notice that there were fruit boobs. Maybe yeah. I missed them Chin-Po getting had ready. watermelons. Oh, okay, wow. That's <laughs> He's got some Yeah. He's like I, six foot eight. I love him. He's so cute. He is one of the highlights of this movie, for Chin-Po, sure. And I'm Chin He's so sweet. I know. I could cry. He's, He's a bear. so cute. He's a gay bear. I just want to hug him. I know. When he's talking about his future wife, and he's just like, I don't care what she looks like. Like She, she just needs to cook, cook well. <laughs> his so personality. Cute. I love that song, too. Great song. Mm-hmm. Great song. Girl with Fighting For. They're all good. Mm-hmm. The whole musical is good. Yeah. Um, the music is so fucking good, um, and especially that moment. And then at the very end, you know, Mulan is fighting the Han, Shan Yu. Um, and again, with this masculinity, femininity thing, she fights him with uh, a fan like mm-hmm. she has nothing left but her fan and that's what she uses to disarm Shan Yu which I think is pretty clearly a symbol of like he has the sword she has the fan like masculinity femininity and she uses her femininity to succeed mm-hmm. and her than, brains right and her because brains she clips the sword with the fan right which is so genius. like period which is genius and when she comes back and she like takes a sword over her head mm-hmm. um oh my god i get chills i so love good. this movie it's a great movie mm-hmm. no it's so good it's the honestly i think it's 80 percent the music yeah like yeah yeah and that's what i'm remembering like in my head is is that scene is so that's music. why i was so disappointed to hear the mulan remake didn't have the music what a stupid decision yeah And the music, like, advances the story. Yeah. It shows us what everyone's wanting and feeling, and we understand at least some characters' motivations. Um, But, yeah, it's it's very, I don't know, it just, they so deeply talk about this gender thing, and I don't know um, how much they succeed in doing that, um, because then they're just saying, like, swords are masculine, fans are feminine, with Mm -hmm. that symbol, which... I'm like, okay, but it's more complex than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does feel like a little girl bossy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, boss. girl boss committing genocide. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Killing thousands of people. It's so, yeah. so chic. Um, should we rank our men? We could rank our men. Um, okay, you go first. Okay, well, number one. Obviously. Undisputed. Li, Li Shang. Mm-hmm. He is hot. He is strong. He is sexy. He is smart. Mm-hmm. He is chivalrous. He makes good decisions. He can be my daddy. He's really beautiful. He is really beautiful. He's very square head, oh. which is so handsome. And he just seems like stable. I need yeah. that energy. Speaking of daddies. Oh my two. God. <laughs> the dad is drawn so attractive. He, you could tell he's hot. He's like not even that old. I think it's just that he's sick that he can't like um participate but he is like so hot he's like a nice rectangle face Uh uh-huh um and you can tell like he was like a jock yeah like a daddy like a shang lee like a lee Lee shang (laughs) (laughs) shangra lee Mm -hmm. um no he's he's very that um 
And number three, we agree on this. Sean Yu is the third hottest. He's hot. He's got that skinny little mustache. He yeah. kind of has like a, like a, he does have an evil smile, but I'm like, there's like a glimmer of of beauty under there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's a very like masculine looking face. Um, big. Who yeah. doesn't love a big guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's built. He's built. And oh, he dies uh, in an explosion of fireworks. That's sassy. That's sexy. Yeah. That's so <laughs> When I die, light me up. Period. I'll burn you alive. How would you want to die? Oh, me? I'm... Oh, have we ever talked about this? I don't think so. I want to be murdered. <laughs> oh, right, because it's interesting. <laughs> because it's interesting, I'll go to dock you. <laughs> um, I will make a whole episode of the podcast dedicated to please, your Please, <laughs> please. That's a good point. Yeah. How do you want to die? Oh, I don't want it to hurt. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to hurt. I don't want my final moments to be like, like I think of like the people who died in Pompeii, oh, like whose yeah. now their bodies are like immortalized in pain. Yeah, no. I want it to be maybe like I was gonna say an overdose, but only because it's not painful. But it has to be painful, and I take that back because it's a very serious sort of thing. Um, <laughs> Cancel. Yeah, I don't, 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 don't. It was oh, the first God. that came to mind. I would say maybe like. Not dementia. That sounds awful, too. I don't want to die. <laughs> I guess okay. being murdered, too. So, Dan will be the first person to live forever. <laughs> okay, but the people in the Bible, Abraham lived for, like, 400 years and or I'm something. A, I'm a dirty Jew, so Period. why can I live 400 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's the logic? Okay, yeah. after Sean Yu. We didn't agree on this, but I'm putting him fourth. I think the emperor is the fourth attract- most attractive. I think he outranks the three friends. I just think... Chimpo would be the cutest little boyfriend. Okay, you know what? I think it's Emperor slash Chimpo for number yeah. four. They're kind of cute. He's like so cute. I know. So, and he'd be so nice. He would be very nice. And I kind of like a man who can pick me up. Yeah. And he was very strong. Yeah. He had a lot of a lot of strength. I love that one scene where he's like doing somersaults on the on the spokes in the in the river. During the montage where they're like, oh yeah, 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 because he's good at things now. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah. And when he and when Mulan falls off the cliff with a horse and two people, Mm -hmm. and she shoots up the arrow, and he lifts up, he lifts up a horse, five men, Mulan and Li Shang, Mm -hmm. and the rope doesn't snap. Mm -hmm. Like girl (laughs) carrying a rope up a cliff, but he's strong. Yeah, he's very strong. Um, and then Yao, I yeah, yeah. I mean Yao's above Lang. I, I mean, none of them have drawn ugly by any means. No, no, no. They're fine. They're yeah. fine. Um, and I just love that Yao is voiced by Harvey Firestein, who's the gayest motherfucker alive. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the original Edna in Hairspray on Broadway. Like he's Edna Mode. Not Edna Mode. <laughs> Edna Mode. And guest. <laughs> Could you imagine playing Edna? Um, you can get a cameo from Edna Mode, the, the voice actor. Yeah. I oh, might have to. And you, you get a cameo from Nikki Bonsky, as we all know. As we should and always will, mm-hmm. every day. Um, and then last is Ling. He's fine. Yeah, Ling is just, like, very nondescript. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. There's nothing unique about him. Yeah, yeah. He's just, like, twink. Yeah. Yeah. Entitled twink. Which I'm like, yeah. I don't, I, don't I mean, I don't know. I like someone who's cocky. But, like, Yao does the cocky thing. But, oh, yeah, I do. I, I do. I don't. Well, like, from in a, like, sexual way. Not in a romantic way. <sighs> okay. Well, we like different types of... That's we have true. different tastes, right? Oh, we, for sure we, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, because I'm more of the top, you're more of the bottom, sub, yeah. sub I should say. Period. Sub and dom. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you dom? More than sub. Okay. I think it, I think I haven't explored that side as much. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm more of like a switch, to be honest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'm more of a lazy dom. Period. I'm like, I want to be in charge, but also... I just want to lie there. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we know, I'm not going to absolutely not getting into any details Don't. but i received some gross text messages today you did receive some gross text messages <laughs> today. but you know what i'm i encourage that because uh-huh. it seems exciting i just like sex is stressful so i'm sort of like let's make it easy yeah let's all just be nice yeah, yeah. um and then we'll see we'll see after that mm-hmm. um when someone's like that, I'm kind of like, I'm scared of you. I'm threatened. Yeah, well, honestly, I don't know. That's part of it. Yeah, it's scary. But yeah. it is It is exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, Lil. Uh-huh. It's We're reaching the end. Um, I would love to hear some of the moments that made you queer. Um, 
I wanted to be Mulan very badly as a kid. And I remember specifically that moment where um, where she discovered to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And she has like the the bandages all over her and she's like sickening in the mm-hmm. in the snow and like, then the assistant guy is like uh she's a woman yeah. and then he throws her into the snow <laughs> stop <laughs> stop who's that voice actor we didn't put him on the list he's bottom <laughs> no, he's he's under mushu the cricket the matchmaker <laughs> no literally the matchmaker with the mustache yeah is literally above this guy he's so okay ugly. but i thought that moment was sickening when i was a kid Oh, she's like so demure and mm-hmm. like delicate. And it was very, uh, and you love Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. It was very that one moment where that human woman is like, I am no man. I am no <laughs> man. I love that no scene. No man can kill me. Yeah, I am obsessed with that scene. She's so iconic. And like maybe and she has, doesn't die, which is the best part. Oh, period. And maybe it has to do with like me being trans. So, like, maybe that's something that Before, I can unpack yeah, in, in, in therapy. Of overcoming the, of, of being iconic, being recognized as a woman. Yeah. Which I think is, is empowering. Like, the reveal. Also, I love those scenes in movies where, like, motorcyclist takes off their helmet and, like, oh, long, flowing hair comes out. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. I just love that trope, I guess. And the outfits were, like, really empowering as a kid because, like, they're so pretty. Yeah. Um... Mulan is that bitch. She really is. She really is. I'm obsessed with her. For me, the moment mm-hmm. that made me queer, it's very easy. It's the moment where Li Shang is it's the first day of training and he takes off his shirt and it's that shot of his back muscles. That'll that's, make your pussy throb. That's the moment that made me queer. Yeah. It is so hot and his back muscles, I, they're drawn so well. I'm like, I want to touch every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm... I'm attracted to a cartoon character. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, My name in one of the RLK group me's is attracted to cartoon characters. <laughs> it's a good personality. Yeah. You can do it. Um, all right. All right. Let's rank the movie. Let's rank it um, on your okay. scale. Um, ten. Straight person. <laughs> it's Chinpo. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's the best character. He is. Um, he's a ten. So as, I don't know, for any new listeners... We rate movies, like, based on a scale of, like, twink to... Productive member of society. So, like, this is a productive member of society. It's a chin po. Yeah. A full ten. He would be... If he existed today in real life, we wouldn't have any issues. <laughs> there would be no war. There, there wouldn't. No famine. <laughs> he would be the president no of every change. country. He should be. Yeah. He should be. And he would protect us all with his bear hugs. Yeah. No, this movie is a solid nine to ten out of ten. It is great... It's unfortunately, it, oh, I'm conflicted now because I do think like I made a I made a good point about all the gender shit that True. I feel like it reinforces in a negative way. But I I can't get past how good the story is and how good the music is and how just iconic this film is. Yeah, that I'm like beautiful it's sort of animation, beautiful animation, beautiful story. It's sort of like even with the cultural appropriation and the and so low key sort of like colorism and all that stuff, um, which is very valid. As a film, as a story, and as a product, a 10. But it's sort of hard to separate it from the racism and the sort of, like, strict gender expression mm-hmm. shit. Um, and, and, and with that in consideration, it'd be more like a 7 or an 8. But I just have such a big, like, a lot of nostalgia for this movie that mm-hmm. it makes me really biased. And I think it. it, like, helped a lot of people, a lot of girls growing yeah, up yeah. My, our age... Because, like, it really, like, empowered us to, like, do things that men do. Yeah. And, like, sure. enter male fields. And... Women in STEM. Women in STEM. Mulan, first woman in STEM. Period. <laughs> period. Um, she does explode that thing. She does explode that thing. Um, and one point that kept escaping me this entire podcast. Um, have you seen the Ever After mu- music things by the random guy on YouTube? He does, like, he does, like, little... Like songs of like what the characters do after the Maybe. movie's that end. Sounds very familiar. So like he does like his two, and they're like like mi- tons of millions of views. Mm. Um, and his thing for Mulan is that like she's like trans, really and stuff. Yeah, we should definitely listen after. I would love to hear that. Um. So yeah, it was really. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like 
there is a lot of truth to that. And I think, again, the movie ends with her choosing femininity and, and domesticity and being who she is as a woman, whatever that means, mm -hmm. which I think is the blur between... It's breaking down masculine and femininity because she's feminine and still, like, smart and important and attractive and and brilliant and inventive and unique. So I think, mm -hmm. like, it, it breaks down in that society what being a woman is. But um, it's still... There, there's something to be said about, like like her her enjoying and and relishing in being a man i think mm -hmm. there is a lot of truth to that yeah um it's a very gay movie what yeah. am i gonna say yeah it's very influential and it definitely made me made me queer yeah totally. um so we've come to the end yeah we've done it um, which is good because my computer's on three percent so oh my god amazing um so if you've enjoyed this episode um or even if you hated it or you know what or even if you did um subscribe on mm -hmm. where we find podcasts we're everywhere follow us on our social media at rainbow rewatch we're on mm -hmm. tiktok we're on instagram we're on twitter mm -hmm. we don't post there that much but whatever Period. follow us everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and if you loved us so much leave us a review on apple Podcasts. it helps uh -huh. and if you recommend a movie we will read it and take your recommendation yeah and if you have any thoughts that's great yeah um we're your any... slaves we'll do whatever you want we will do whatever you want um, if you don't like the podcast, Leave. don't be like this one specific person I'm thinking of on t on TikTok who keeps being like, I don't like, I finally blocked him. Um, Did he comment multiple times? He commented on one of our TikToks and was like, this is so boring. Um, even this one minute clip is boring. And I was like, you're f literally following us. <laughs> was he? Okay. The faves do be, maybe he was a stan. I and he just him, expected so more of us. We lost a follower. <laughs> we lost a and on that day. We lost a follower. Um, but just leave us a nice review. Yeah. Um, uh, five stars. Five stars. Five or stars. I'll kill you. <laughs> no. Or I will um, pour an avalanche on your home. <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe you die. Maybe you don't. I'll have the highest yeah. can count. Period. <laughs> Period. Um, but yeah, that's it. Follow us on our own social media. Um, support support wearing masks i don't know <laughs> support trans rights support trans rights t you know what with all the shit going on in um arkansas and yeah because the government like vetoed that anti-trans bill and then the house in yeah. arkansas like passed it anyway let's like put money to organizations on the ground in those states to support trans youth and to um fight that legislation um yeah. so if you can do that with your time and your money please do so because mm -hmm. there are a lot of um, trans youth specifically at risk. Yeah. So let's use our voices. Period. Uh, and that's on period. In honor of Mulan, <laughs> go fight the Huns. And please. by the Huns, I mean Republicans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, love you guys. Love you guys. And I love you, Liliana. Oh my, and I love you, Daniel. And I love you. Hi. Hi, bye. And add a cricket. Just for luck. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.